Canucks Central Friday. It's Dan Riccio and Satyar Shah with you from the Kintech studio. Canucks Central is brought to you by Grip Auto and Tire. Quality service you can trust and 14 locations to serve you. We're going to get right into it today. Our guest to kick off the show is none other than Canucks head coach Bruce Boudreau. What's happening, Bruce? Oh, not too much today. It's a, had a good practice and now it's just a quiet day ready for tomorrow. How do you get Christmas shopping in, in between all the practices and tape uh-huh. watching and all that? Oh, don't ask my wife that. She'll, uh, <laughs> do that. I mean, usually the 24th is the day off, and usually that's my day for Christmas shopping. Do you have an idea of what to get already? Are you ready to go, or do you have to like cram it in on the 23rd at midnight to figure out what you're getting in the next day? No, I. Um, if she doesn't give me a list, she doesn't get anything. So, I mean... Uh, <laughs> She gives me a list. I go to the store. What's on the list I get? And uh, whatever it is, I'm sure she's, she'll enjoy it because she picked out the list. <laughs> that's that's perfect. Uh, Bruce Boudreau, our guest here on, uh, on Canuck Central. I want to get into it uh, on your team, of course, but uh, the, the big conversation around the hockey world, I'm sure you've seen it. Uh, Connor McDavid, was he offside or not last night? Boy, it's a tough call. I mean, we've I've had it go against us um, and for us at the same time. So um, I think, you know, Connor had a point. Uh, uh, it seems like it's different uh, on some nights. But, uh, boy, it uh, you know, the word control is, is the big thing. But it looks sounds like you have to have the puck on your tape going in. Um, and he obviously didn't. And it looked like it could have been <clears throat> uh, loose, and then he picked it up again uh, at the blue line. So uh, it's, but again, these things are, are <clears throat> so tough to call. I mean, it's the same as goalie interference and everything else. Uh, you have to have some pretty sharp video guys watching this that know the rules uh, right on to, to to be able to help with that. And uh, obviously, you know. Uh, that was a, a, a league call because it was overtime. But I mean, uh, they're they're pretty tough calls. Some of them, it's not cut and dry, cut and dried as people think. It's uh, it's it's one of those that if you're the team scoring the goal, you want it to be a goal, and if you're uh, if you're the team <laughs> that's being scored on, you want it to not be a goal, right? Yeah. Well, like I mean, uh, uh, if I was on the bench, either way, you would have been saying, I don't know how they're going to call this. I mean. Uh, uh, it could go either way, and obviously it didn't go ahead and his way last night. Now, Bruce, as far as your team is concerned, obviously the start was uh, not what anybody really wanted this season, but the last little while you guys have won a lot more than you've lost, and it's hard to, to get over that 500 bump, but you know, you've know you won four of your last five in that game against the, the, the Calgary Flames on a row. That was an impressive road victory. H- how do you feel about where your club is at right now? Do you feel like you're, you're getting close to, to that point where you guys can inch above 500 now? Well, I mean, it's, we've got every opportunity to inch above 500 and, and to, to go forward from here. I mean, we did have a rough start, but I think we're playing a lot better um, uh, now. I mean, we're playing, uh, you know, I think we feel that we can win most every game that we play. And when we compete real hard and and play as well as we're capable of playing, then uh, we're not only in every game, but we we feel we can win every game. I think sometimes uh, uh, our inconsistency shows off and uh, we don't have a good game. I mean, 
but I think more often than not, we're we're playing as well as we can, and the outcomes, you know, especially in the last fifteen to twenty games, have, have proved uh, that that's you know that's where we're we're at. That's the kind of team we have. You know, we, I was talking to Oliver Ekman Larson the other night at the at the Celebrities Festival, and he said, you know, early in the season we maybe thought we we should have got some wins in in some games we played pretty well in, and we didn't. And uh, lately, we've we've been getting wins in, in maybe games that we didn't play our best in. Uh, how, how do you, as the coach, kind of balance the the results versus uh, the the process that goes into getting those results? Well, it's you know, you, you want to continue doing the pro the process because that will get you more of the results that you want more often. But at the same time, we're a results oriented league and um, you never want to look a gift horse in the mouth. I mean, uh, all wins are good wins because it's tough to win in this league. But at the same time, if, if you win luckily, um, you're not going to, it's not going to be consistent winning. And so you won't win that way. So the process has to be of doing the right things, more often than not, and when you do that, then eventually you'll get the results you want more often than not. And one of the things the the players have talked about, and they spoke about this at the Sports Celebrities Festival, that there has been a lot of changes the, the past couple of years with the coaching staff, different assistant coaches, different systems on special teams as well. And some of the guys were saying they feel like now you're, they're kind of getting the hang of that. Is that part of it as well, where when guys are trying to you know make sure they get to a point where how they're playing and what they're doing is kind of second nature instead of thinking? Is, do you feel like the group is getting closer to feeling really comfortable with everything that they're doing out there? Well, I think they are, um, and you can look look at all the teams that have stayed together for three and four years. I mean, uh, and you can most of them are the top teams: the, the the Bruins, the Leafs, the Colorado Avalanche, and they've had the same personnel um, for a couple of years. So it's like it, it it's it comes automatically here, and I think. Uh, recently, like we're we're getting to the point where we know exactly as a team how uh, they I want them to play, and they're taking pride in doing a, a lot of those things uh, very well. And and you know I mean the results are our results are starting to show. Uh, winners of nine in your last thirteen, um, just at the five hundred mark now. And you came in and and you hit the ground running. Everything was going so well last year. What's what's sort of been different about this year from from last where we haven't seen the same consistency in results well i mean uh i, I don't know it's uh uh there's been a lot of turnover first of all i mm-hmm. mean it's not the uh it's not exactly the same team and uh, uh th- that we had last year and that's i think we're we're in the end we're going to be a better team uh but it's uh, uh i think with the turnover that we've had the um the start uh, wasn't uh, ideal. I mean, starting 05 and two. That's uh, so you're 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 playing catch up the whole time here. And uh, when you're playing catch up, you don't have that you know that 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 break where you you play a couple bad games in a row. You say, oh, don't worry about it. We'll get over it. I mean, we've had that uh, that kind of. I mean, when you when you don't start well, you got to play every game really well and. You know, I, I think that's going to make us a stronger team after Christmas and uh, and a better team. And you know, when we we played started off also so many games on the road, uh, I didn't think that was a, a real big help at the time. But 
I think in the end that you know we've won now won six in a row on the road. I think it's I think it's helped us and and we get our our home game straight and around and believe me every player on the team and every every coach wants this the, the road the home the home games to be much mm-hmm. better. I mean we know the fans. Uh, are dying to see us win and succeed at home. And we want it more than them. We just, un- unfortunately, we haven't had the success at home that we'd like to have yet, but we think that's coming. Well, despite the the team's success and not quite being where they want it to be, and yes, a lot of individual players as well have struggled this year, but there are a few guys that have been absolutely crushing it. And let's start with Elias Pettersson, who's perhaps been one of your most consistent players from the start of the season up until this point. And last year when you came in, Bruce, I mean, Pettersson was low on confidence. Your job was trying to build him back up and get him back to the level that we've, we've grown to see from him in the past. How big of a step up has he taken this year, and and what is it about his game that has allowed him to be as consistent as he's been this season? Well, I think you already said it in the sentence. Consistent. Uh, he's uh, every game. He's hasn't had the lulls in his games. He's been. I mean, out of the twenty nine games, I mean, I can count on on one hand where he hasn't been at the top of his game. And uh, uh, when you're consistent and you're and you're a great player to start off with. You're gonna you're gonna have success, and you know I think the the fact that you know he's playing he's playing more um, uh, and he plays in all situations has really helped him. I think he's the one player that we've had that's been pretty uh, pretty consistently had the same wingers all the time too. Uh, we haven't had to to move his wingers around too much. I think that's helped him a lot. But the fact that he's he's maturing, he's growing up, he's getting stronger every year. And he's still a young man, but he's he's a very talented young man. We've all uh, sort of marveled at at how at the season Bo Horvat's having, especially with all of the uh, constant conversation around around his future. Is is there something about Horvat that that numbers and stats don't really show that you've sort of figured out in the last year and a bit? Well, I mean, uh, I think he's a really good captain and a really good leader, and. Uh, um, the one thing I didn't realize, his hand-eye coordination is so good. We used to look at his shot and everything else. And I used to think Joe Pavelski was the best tipper uh, deflector in the game, but I, I really believe that uh, that Bo Horvat is right up there. He knows where to go. He knows how to get in position to to uh, uh, deflect pucks, and uh, consequently, I think he's got nine or ten, ten deflections out of his 21 goals, and that's that's pretty amazing, and uh, the big thing is you got to have the courage to go to those to go to those areas, and he does, and uh, he goes there every game. And you know when he's doing that, and he's uh, he's also like um, one of the top in the league in the penalty killers, and or not penalty killers, face-off men. All those things add up to having a good year. Well, Bruce, you know, you kind of, uh, you, you know, in, the, in a Canadian market, especially all the uh, the stuff around Bo, there's been a lot of speculation. He, you know, he came out with a statement and said, uh, n- no more, at least for the time being. And we'll see ultimately where that goes. And obviously, when this team struggled this year, your, your, your own name also came up in terms of speculation about where are things going. And, you know, beyond all that sort of stuff and all the stuff that we've heard about where things may or may not trend, do you feel like you, you have the support of the organization? Well, look, I mean, I'm not going to answer that question, but of course I have the the support of the organization. I mean, uh, we just go to work every day and we do our best and uh, hope good things happen from it. I mean, uh, all the players do, the coaches do, and we don't worry about the outside noise. 
or uh, you know, I mean, we we've got a job to do, and we enjoy doing what we do, and we just go ahead and and do it. And there's things we can uh, we can't uh, uh, control, and there's things we can control. So we control the things we can. Do you believe you and the front office are on the same page with with where this team is and where where it should be going? Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to get into this controversies you want to ask me hockey questions ask me hockey questions i'm not getting into that fair enough bruce boudreau our guest here on 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 canuck central well there's a couple of key young players you have on your roster and and they've had various amounts of of success how do you juggle the development of young players like a a hoaglander we've seen pod colson and rathbone end up down in in the a while also you know being a team that's very much uh looking to climb the standings and get back into the playoff race well, I, I just think we look at it and we um, think where it's not a question of whether they can play here or they're, they're all going to be here uh, in the end, uh, but where would they develop better? Um, and uh, do they develop better playing a certain amount of minutes up here or not playing uh, every game, or do they develop better in the, in the minors? And I think that's uh, that's the big question. And and then we make the decision where we believe that's going to happen, and that's uh, and that's what we run with. I mean, um, I've been associated with some very good teams in the minors that uh, have had guys that could play in the NHL, but they they need a little more whether you call it seasoning or development, and and uh, um, and they've gone on to have fabulous careers, and and. And it makes the NHL team an awful lot better when they come up and play with that kind of confidence. So, I think all of these players are going to going to be great player or good players at least uh, in the NHL. Uh, just uh, finding the you got to figure out what what is best for them at this present time. Well, and one player we actually saw maybe play the best game I remember him playing at least the past you know year or so was Niels Hoglander in in Calgary against the Flames. There's been a couple of games he's been he's been really on top of his game as well. And I know it's not easy for guys like that going up and down and, and trying to figure out you know how to have success in the NHL. But where do you what do you make of where his game is at and can he bottle what he was doing there the other night in Calgary and do that more consistently? Well, I mean that's the big question, right? You know, I mean we're hoping he can. Uh, we're hoping he comes back and has another great game tomorrow night and then just goes one game at a time like that. That's that's all you can hope for. But hopefully uh, the really good game that he played the other night is something that he can build on, both confidence-wise and, and playing-wise, and, and it keeps getting better day after day. Bruce Boudreaux, our guest. You know, uh, a lot of discussion around uh, JT Miller this season. He, he gets the big contract after the 99-point season. And, you know, it comes with extra criticism from from the fan base, for sure. Now, I, I'm not sure I've seen a ton different from JT Miller from this year to last. I think he's always had the odd turnover in his game, Bruce. Uh, do, do you see uh, much different in, in JT from, from this year compared to last? No, everything if, – if, if JT makes a mistake, it's a mistake of effort. He wants to win more than anybody. He's more competitive than anybody. He's the reason that they – they signed him uh, was because of his competitiveness, and sometimes that leads to he overthinks uh, a little bit and makes a mistake. But uh, I'm never worried about JT coming to the game and wanting to win, uh, because the bottom line is that's all he ever wants to do is win. So uh, I'll take him on my team all day long. 
Uh, Bruce, b- before we let you go, uh, one of the biggest debates we get around Christmas is what is deemed a Christmas movie and what is not deemed a Christmas movie. Die Hard, do you view that as a Christmas movie or not? Well, um, as soon as you brought the, the thing up, I, I was thinking Die Hard is not a Christmas movie, but it's always, it's always on at Christmas. I mean, you know, I think it opened on Christmas Day uh, when it first first opened, and all the four other ones following it opened on Christmas Day. Uh, but I wouldn't think it's a Christmassy movie, but it's a movie you can associate with going to see at Christmas. Um, it's just, you know, Home Alone was the same thing. Uh, uh me and my family saw it on Christmas Day, so I always think of that as as a Christmas as a Christmas movie, but it's not in the same vein uh, as seeing seeing White Christmas or uh, one of the old movies that you just associate with Christmas. A hundred percent, well said, Bruce. Uh, best of luck with the uh, with the Christmas shopping whenever you uh, end up getting to it, um, and we also appreciate you being so gracious with your time today. Thanks. All right, thank you. There is uh, Bruce Boudreau joining us here on Canucks Central, Dan Riccio and Satyar Shaw. A lot there from the coach, Sat. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, hey, Bruce, and I think Bruce even, he pleaded the fifth after we had Rutherford on and he talked about, uh, you know, the systems play about the team and where it's going and whether, you know, they, they believe this is the right group. And he was asked about it and he, he decided to not answer then too. He said, hey, it's going into the book I'm never going to write. And, uh, you know, I, I get it. And people texted in and said, why even bother asking him? It, it's literally just asking him where he feels things are at with him in the front office and whether he feels he has a support of the organization. I think those are fair questions to ask. He doesn't have to answer them. And I totally understand why he chose not to. And that's fair from his point. But given everything we've heard from Rutherford, who's been on our show and talked about systems and coaching, and we've heard the speculation, I think it's a fair question that we have to ask. And it's also fair for Bruce to say he doesn't want to answer it. A hundred percent. And we're going to continue to break down this interview and get into more of the conversation around the Vancouver Canucks. Also, Yannick Hansen is going to join us in just a little bit here on Canucks Central. Sportsnet 650 has teamed up with the Greater Vancouver Food Bank for Food Bank Friday. That is today. The virtual fundraiser is ongoing until 6 p.m. and raises important funds for accessible, healthy, and sustainable food for individuals and families. As of the last hour, we're up over $75,000 in total money raised. You can... And if you are able, are encouraged to help continue to grow this so that we can all have a well-fed Christmas. You can donate on your phone by texting 30333. A carrot emoji donates $5. A banana will donate 10 And a heart donates $25. Standard text message charges do apply. You can also head to sportsnet.ca slash 650 and go to the features page and donate online as well. You are listening to Canuck Central.